Another day, another stock market route in China, leading to another day that's looking incredibly bloody for the U.S. stock market, with Dow futures currently suggesting a downward open of well over 300 points. Plus, there's the continuing weakness in Apple stock, the longtime market leader. Now, the good news. There's a better way. I'll tell you about it right now. I'm Brian Ellis. This is Episode 182. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio. America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you. Get ready for another dose of predictably profitable thinking. This is a tune you've heard before, earlier this week even. China's stock market suffers leading to a route across Europe and bringing a bloody start to the day on Wall Street. Same thing happened on the first trading day of this year, just three days ago, Monday of this week. That day, the Dow closed over 440 points lower than it had closed on the last trading day of last year. It was ugly. And then there's Apple, long the darling of Wall Street, but it reached a peak last year and has declined by a whopping 25% since then. Apple's lost about $180 billion in value. That's about the same as the total value of Bank of America, the total value of Coca-Cola, the total value of Citigroup, Disney, or Intel. And that's just how much Apple has lost in the last year, and that is your market leader. Back on August 13th, I sounded the alarm about the stock market on this very show. I told you things looked bleak for China. I told you that a very bad technical indicator had formed in the U.S. stock market called the Death Cross by technical analysts. And I told you that the China problem was a huge problem for Apple and that Apple could continue to be the stock market leader to the downside. My friends, I've not been wrong. I've been deadly accurate, in fact. Here's something else that's deadly accurate. Here's a different way to think about investing your money. Allow me to propose a hypothetical scenario to you. This is totally hypothetical, but definitely instructive. Let's imagine today, it's six months ago, July 7th, 2015. Apple stock was trading at $125 a share on that day, and the sky was bright with hope and optimism. So a buddy of yours who knows that you have some money comes to you and says, look, I'd like to buy $100,000 worth of Apple stock. The sky is the limit. Would you lend me the money? I'll put up my Apple stock as collateral for the loan. So Let's forget for a moment about the legalities and complexity of doing something like that. And let's just imagine it was a simple matter. All right. Let's further imagine that uh, you called me up and you said, look, Brian, I've got this guy who wants to borrow some money from me and place a really great piece of collateral as security. What should I do? Here's what I'd tell you to do. I'd tell you that assuming the transaction itself is legally kosher, that you should lend the money to your buddy under these terms and conditions. Condition number one. You're not going to lend him the entire $100,000. You're going to lend him $65,000. Your buddy has to put in the other thirty-five grand. Condition number two, you get paid an interest rate of 10% per year, and you get interest payments every month. And condition number three, the loan has to be repaid or extended at your option every six months, unless Apple drops to $95 a share, which is about 25% where it was at the time. And if that happens then the stock has to be sold and you are repaid immediately. So you got it. You're only loaning 65% of the money. You're getting 10% interest. It's a six-month deal, and you can sell the stock if it drops too far. So let's look and see what would have happened with that, shall we? Six months ago today, July 7th, 2015, Apple was at 125. So you lend your friend 65 grand, who then adds 35 grand of his own money and buys $100,000 of Apple stock. So far, so good. Almost immediately, the stock drops to 120, then bounces back up to 132. It's all good. 
So you go on your merry way, not thinking about it, and one month later, on August 7th, you get an interest payment from your friend, just as he committed. But interestingly, Apple has dropped. It's now at one fifteen, ten dollars $10 below where your friend bought it. Another month passes, September 7th rolls around, and you get another payment from your friend. You're still collecting 10% interest, but Apple has dropped even more to $110. So there's been a 12% decline so far. Another month passes, and on October 7th, you receive another payment on your 10% loan t- uh, to your friend. Apple's still at 110 still a 12% decline overall. Another month passes, and on November 7th, you get another payment from your friend. You're still making 10% interest. But fortunately for your friend, Apple has bounced back up to 120 Still a loss versus its purchase price, but better than before. Another month comes and goes, December 7th, and you get another payment from your friend. Apple's now at 118 still a loss, but you've gotten another payment at 10% interest. Are you sensing a pattern here, my friends? Your friend was basically wrong about Apple. In fact, your friend has lost money on that trade, but you, you as a well-secured private lender, you've been profitable and well-secured the entire way. So one month ago, January 7th rolls around. That, my friends, is today. As of the time I'm writing this, the market has not yet opened. But yesterday, Apple closed at, whoa, $100 a share. That means your friend's Apple trade is down by $25 a share. That's 20%. That's only $5 away from the drop dead price of 95 bucks. But you, today you get another payment and your loan to your friend is over. Today, six months later, you have the option to call your loan due or extend it. And I'm guessing based on how badly Apple is performing, you're going to call it due and get all of your principal back. What's happened here, my friends? You've been a private lender. You've profited from a loan against a good asset, and you've made money even as that asset declined in value. Yet every other person who poured money into Apple stock six months ago is looking at a loss of 20%. But you? You're sitting pretty. You made a solid 10% interest rate the entire time, and you didn't have to lose any sleep over it at all. My friends, that is exactly how private lending really works. But in the real estate markets, it's exactly the same thing. You, as a private lender, get to make really attractive interest rates. You get regular payments, and your money is extremely well secured. In this example, Apple stock lost $180 billion in value during that time period, but you you still made your 10% interest. What if Apple had stayed flat instead of losing? Well, you still would have made your 10%. What if Apple stock had rocketed to the moon? Well, your friend would have been really happy and you still would have made your 10%. Are you sensing a pattern here? This is exactly how it works in good real estate-backed private loans. This is the essence of being predictably profitable. This is wisdom in investing, pure and simple. You want to know more about how to make your money work for you in this way? Simple, safe, and strong, and be predictably profitable? Then go right now to sdiradio.com slash predictable. I'm hosting a webinar about this very topic to help you understand it further and to see how to make your money work for you in a predictably profitable manner. So again, go right now to sdiradio.com slash predictable. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 